Well, it's Jeff Dunlap, uh, filling in for Clint this week on Trapping Radio. Um, we're here at the NTA, sweating to death. Well, not right here because we got air conditioning, but uh, I got a uh, special guest with us, uh, Trapper Jay. You probably know him from YouTube and Facebook and stuff. Uh, and uh, well, welcome to Trapping Radio, and thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Thanks we, for having me. We were going to do this for like a year now. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little hectic at the last convention. So. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they, um, yeah. It's hard to when we're gonna do interviews and stuff. You know, people come here to walk around, look at stuff, and we're at the booth, and nobody wants to go take the time to do it. But um, you know, so I really appreciate you coming to do it. I noticed that there's a moment when everybody's like, "We're done." Yeah, you've had we've had enough. Yeah, and then it starts emptying out pretty quick. So. We're, we're we are just about at that moment. I it's uh, I right, know it's emptying it up a little bit. Yeah, already. right right now it's uh, twelve forty on Saturday, and uh, that moment that uh, he was talking about is here. You know, yeah, because I'm having dealers come up and say, "Hey, I want this or that," and yeah. you know we're gonna start packing up here, and and uh, lucky I get to go do my demo at two when yeah. everybody's packing up and leaving. You'll come back. There won't be nobody there. That's all right. I like it that way. Just me by myself. Me and Sarah. <laughs> I have not watched the demo. This is the first yeah. time I've not seen a demo, so I got to make it to yours. Well, I've been stopped too much by people, and it's just <laughs> I, I just haven't made it. <laughs> so, and it's usually my favorite part of the conventions. Yep. Yeah, I. Uh, I. Um, yeah, doing the demo at two o'clock. I don't, I don't like doing demos in the afternoon. I like doing them in the morning. You get them out of the way. Last, and, uh, last time at a convention, you did one at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was halfway through yeah. when I got there. I'm like, yeah. oh, I overslept. That, that's my favorite time to do them. Yeah. Get them out of the way, and, uh, and it's usually cooler. Yeah. You know, it's, what is it, like 99 degrees outside right yeah. now? Yeah, and the humidity is like 100%. Yeah, I knew I'd be kneeling down in that. And I didn't go look at the demo area. I thought maybe it'd be gravel or something, you know, so I wore jeans. So as soon as my demo's over, it's back to shorts. Yeah. <laughs> So, they, um, well, you tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, how you got into trapping and, uh, you know, then we'll kind of progress through to see, uh, you know, how, you know, like uh, your, you know, big sensation on YouTube and the YouTube channel. The guys love your channel. And I don't know about that. <laughs> superstar status on mm -hmm. YouTube. And, uh, well, it actually is kind of crazy. Well, not, not how it started, but it's just, if you think back of how they trapped when I was like seven years old, I'm, I'm 41 now, so my uncle took me trapping, and he used to catch a lot of raccoons back when it was really high dollar. And he would just put a trap on a log and put some grapefruit juice on it. And looking back now, I'm like, how did we even catch anything? <laughs> but we'd come back and there'd be a coon in that trap. Mm -hmm. just, a, just a trap with grapefruit juice. Hmm. So, and I really didn't get addicted right away, but having uh, chickens and stuff, always predators coming in the yard and killing my chickens and stuff, so it's progressed over which is the still, years. Which is still happening to this day. <laughs> it doesn't matter, even if I have a gauntlet of traps out there, something still, we could be in the pool and a bobcat will run right in the yard in front of us and grab a chicken. <laughs> I mean, it does. Yep. Yeah. So, it's a never-ending battle. So... That's uh, it got to where I left the property, and then my turkey numbers, you know, hunting went down. So I'm finally getting them back up. Hmm. Ten bobcats off of 300 acres, hmm. you know, every year makes a big difference. Oh yeah, so, yeah, because they ain't they ain't got them sharp teeth because they're you know eating just grass out there. Yeah. <laughs>
but yeah, the, the possums and all the raccoons. So yeah, but uh, so did you trap that whole time through when you were seven years old, right on through? It or? was come and go. Uh, I think once I became a teenager and I could actually do my own stuff, that's when I picked it up. Yeah. They, uh, I trapped, um, you know, with my dad ever since I was born and kind of took a break during, you know, you, you know, started chasing women, you know, so I, you know, would trap a little bit, but the, the women seemed to always be more in the forefront, yeah. you know, for a few years. Yeah. Work but, gets uh, in the way. But that's the thing is, is like you said, you're, you know, you trap when you're young. I trap when I was young and, it, you know, I think that is a big thing to, for guys to do is get kids involved. Because, you know, even the Bible said, you know, you, you, the way you raise a child up, you know, they'll make it all away from it, but then they'll come back to it. Yep. You know, and I think that that uh, that's, holds true in, the, in everything, but in the trapping, you know, you take a kid out there, get him trapping, and then, you know, when he gets older, he'll come back to it. You know, and, we'll, you know, the way that it's been the last few years with dwindling numbers of people, which I think now we're on the increase. It, you're, you're the same way as I am. You know, I mean, most of the people you're dealing with are trappers or outdoor yeah. people. So everybody says, says, well, trapping's dying. And I'm like, I don't see it. I, I see it as growing. And it's like with your YouTube, I get I get more people that tell me I got, you know, Trapper Jay, I've seen his videos and, uh, you know, and I got involved in trapping, you know, from you in the YouTube or um, um, Coon I, Creek, you I, know, than what I do any of the associations. Yeah, you know? I got that today from 30-year-olds yep. saying that, they watched my videos and it got them in the trap. Yeah, yep. I get that. I get. I got people telling me that about myself and about you guys all the time too, and uh, way more about you. Tell me, I never have anybody come up and say, "Well, you know, I got involved in trapping, you know, because of the NTA." I'm not saying they don't, but yeah. you know, but I never get that. It's from you guys out pushing the YouTube videos yeah. and stuff like that. And um, we get we get hate all around because you know a lot of people are scared to post stuff, but. We're not trying to make trapping look bad. I mean, no. But we're getting the kids involved, and so. No, I think you guys are doing great. Yeah. I mean, uh, everybody's perception of the trapping look bad is different than somebody else's, and um, you know, I mean, you know, basically, if they're not, it's easy for them to have an opinion when they're doing nothing. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're not out supporting trapping. And like you get hits from the antis and stuff, they're not taking them hits, so it's easy to criticize. It's easy to criticize uh, if you're not doing nothing, you know. But I mean, you know, you're doing it because you want to do it. But I mean, you're promoting trapping, and uh, you're in the trenches, and you know, and every single day. I, I mean, you you send me all the time about the crazy antis and yeah. shit, you know. And uh, I used you as a you were the one that like knew how to deal with it more than I did. Yeah. It all came at me at one. You know, yeah. I grew, I blew up pretty quick, so I was like, it all hit me at one time. So I'm dealing with it a lot better now than I. Yeah, was I told saying. you you would. Yeah. It just takes time, you know. And I mean, it's it, you get with the haters and I all take that. everything to heart. Yeah, they uh, now it, it, you know <laughs> once in a while some will still like uh, bother me. Somebody says, but uh, for the most part, it's like whatever. You know, I get, Sarah keeps me pretty calm. <laughs> I'll start ranting about something, and she goes, "Does it really matter?" And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, nah, just give me ten minutes to bitch about it, and then uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be good." Because, <laughs> uh, but with the uh... the worst part is, is for me is, and I'm sure you have the same thing. It's. Uh, 
when it's the trappers attacking you. You know, I mean, you could deal with the antis because you know that they hate you and what yeah. you do, but it's the trappers that uh, attack you that, and that, that bothers is you every worse. day too. And I've already heard some stuff here at the convention. Really? It shouldn't be that way, but it, no. it is, in reality, it is. No. Uh, this this is like anything else. I mean, there's jealousy and you know and stuff and. I, you know, I told you that before. I think you're good for the industry. You know, I think Kendall Gray is good for the industry. You know, um, Coon Creek is good for the industry. You know, because, I mean, what we're wanting to reach is, is uh, you know, people that's never trapped before, and that's who you're reaching. Yeah. You know, I mean, it doesn't do any good to reach the same people that are already trapping, and you're not going after them. You're yeah. going after the guy that fishes, that wants yeah. to do something with his kids, and, you know, and, uh, no, I, I fully support what you guys do. They, uh, and what a lot of people don't realize is we're getting demonetized mm -hmm. all of our videos so we're not making anything off of it so yeah uh, a lot of people think we're getting rich and all that you're not we're not we're definitely not <laughs> we monetized uh, a bunch of ours i was telling you about that and yeah shit we made i think like 136 bucks and we thought holy shit we're, you know yeah. we're, we're rich yeah <laughs> but they're getting me they're going back and getting all my old videos now yeah but we had to go with the flow because uh, you used to be able to uh, put a lot of stuff on there that um, you know they catch now, you know. And yeah. Like uh, I had one video we did live in the music. Uh, Sirius Radio was playing in the background. Copyright. We weren't. Yeah, and they shut it down. Yep. And there's no way you could take that out of there. Yep. And like you know, on all my videos at the end, I always put country music and stuff on the end of them. You can edit your yeah. lives now. Oh, you can on a computer, mm -hmm. and you can take out segments if you need to. Mm-hmm. They just brought that For up. two bucks, I don't need it that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's... Uh, we got to stick together, no that's, matter what. That's, that's the thing is, you, uh, I think it's a generational thing, yeah. you know. Because, I mean, you don't get a lot of 20-year-olds, you know, bitching to you about what you're doing, you know. I mean, it, I mean that, that's probably not, not the age group that's got a problem with anything you're doing. I got... I people telling me I'm not that good because I only caught like 87 beavers out of this one ditch but I had a lot of fun doing it yeah I mean I'm working every day full-time yeah all that stuff and YouTube so I just have fun and I film what I do yeah so what I think is is uh it doesn't doesn't you know the, the what people consider the best trappers are the ones that will help them they don't care if a guy goes out and catches 10,000 coyotes in a year yeah that won't help them the guy, the guy that'll go out there and spend his time and show them how to do something and make them better, that's the best trapper yeah. to them. And, and I mean, I, I really think people believe that, you know. I, my goal was to always answer messages. Like when I messaged you. How's that working out for you ago, now? Eight years ago, you answered my <laughs> messages and I'm like, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be that guy. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. I found out that it's tough to answer all the questions. I felt bad because from when I started all this till last, let's say, like probably November, December, and then it just got so overwhelming that I just couldn't do it all. Yeah. And uh, I just, I got some messages from back then, and I still feel bad about it that I didn't answer. But, I mean, it's like you're trying to trap, and there's 200 messages you know, and 50 come in in one day, and I'm like, I can't, an if I sit and answer every one of these, I can't do nothing. But you know what happens, right? They think you're ignoring them, and, yep. then, and then suddenly they don't, they think you don't like them. Yeah. It's just. Which isn't the, isn't the case. It's I just, know. it's just so, like, you know, it's so overwhelming. Yep. 
and then we're, you're on Instagram, yeah. Facebook, and, and YouTube. So it's tough, but I try. I try. I, I answer. I'm back to answering them again. But yeah. you know, the thing is, there's no sense me going answering one. Uh, you know, I, you know that happened in December. You know, did you finally did you catch that raccoon? That <laughs> yeah. I'd rather just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it seems like most of the YouTube guys all get along. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, it's just the out, you know, some of the outside influences that got the problem. Yeah. Because whenever I'm on there, they're all helping each other and doing We're, sponsoring each other's channels. It's turning and, into a group now. Yeah. So. You you ever think that there's a chance? Uh, you know, I mean, I know there's always a chance, but uh, that you know uh, they'll end up taking all the trap and stuff off of. I feel like it will happen eventually. Yeah, that's kind of what I think. On everything. Yeah, hunting and everything. Because uh, I got on TikTok and I was in jail instantly. Yeah. And I didn't show anything but a, a rat can in a trap or a coyote in a trap. Because you were on TikTok and got Before, big, you got yeah. big numbers on yeah. there, and then you went, you left because they were driving you insane. Yeah. Oh, and then the antics on there or something. <laughs> I hit a million five on a video in like two weeks, and then. There was probably half a million comments, if that tells you how bad it was. And, and the weird thing is, is it's like your raccoon in a trap is a problem, but the 13-year-old dancing yeah. half-naked yeah. in her video is not a problem. Nope. Or, I would say society or, is so... Or the, all the videos of people just beating up on one person, you know, <laughs> all know. that stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can watch 10 guys beat up one guy, but you can't watch me in the outdoors. <laughs> They, um, but now you you uh, you were just doing the trapping and stuff like that. Now you've incorporated like uh, you know your catfishing and you know. yeah. I try to because I got so many fans that don't. I asked them, you know. Mm -hmm. I used to just once trapping was over, I just kind of laid low and then fire back up. But now that there's so many of them that want to see the catfishing and stuff like that, so yeah. I'm already doing it. I'm not having fun. So. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, that's what people want to see what you're out doing and yeah. you know they uh no some of your lives used to get pretty crazy <laughs> i knew the live streams were coming yeah i am known for my live streams which 60 40 60 40 was a good one <laughs> that was the best I have one been ever known to wear a possum thong occasionally yeah. maybe because dunlap said i dare you to wear a possum thong but uh the i remember when you used to text me and be like and you're a bad influence for my live streams. But the 60 honestly, 40 one was the best when he was all drunk out. Honestly, I people just come hang out in my live streams and I have a good time. And There's nothing wrong with that. They I, mean, are, I, I think it's they awesome. They're wild enough that I delete them afterwards. So. <laughs> but I get a lot of hate over my live streams. Do you? I'm not a bad influence to kids. Really? I, I, I know a lot of people that drink. Mm -hmm. You know, so but I'm the bad influence. Hmm. So. Well, the thing is, is uh, a, a lot of people was called that. I mean, look at Howard Stern and all them, and you know, they kept growing and growing just like you are. So, yeah. they uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I always enjoyed watching them. I still come in there and watch. I just don't yeah. say nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of fun in there. A lot yeah. of people get a laugh out of it. I, uh, the next day, I always get screenshots of. The progression of the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I always figured at some point you'd just pass out in front of the camera and like yeah. just lay there for hours. I 
<laughs> but in the summer, it's they're all over the place. But in the wintertime, I do talk a lot of trapping. Yeah. Uh, I might be sitting there tinkering with traps, getting them ready while I'm live. And people ask questions, I answer them. So. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, like I say, I mean, that's, you know, a lot of people, you know, it's like where we're at, at trapping, you know, it's like we know what a J-hook tool is and what it's used yep. for and stuff like that. But the thing is, is somebody starting out that sees a J-hook tool, they have no clue what that is. And, and a lot of people out there would think that was, that's funny. But the thing is, is they didn't know what it was in the beginning, you know. You know how many people that don't know how to adjust a pan. No. A regular pan. Yep. And that's what people are looking for is just, you know, that type of help, you yep. know. And somebody that won't laugh at them and think it's stupid. And, you know, and I, that's what I try to do. And um, that's really what's been on Sarah's heart is to help, you know, you know, kids and women. And, you know, that's kind of, you know, what she's geared towards is, is yep. beginner and pull some more people in. And that's what she told me right off the bat, that that's what, you know, where her heart was to help kids. We were all beginners at one time. Yep. Yep. But social media is kind of, the Facebook groups are kind of hard on them. Some of them, not all of them. I'm not pointing out any groups, but it's there's a lot of bashing that goes Oh, yeah. So. Yep. Yep. No. And that's in every group. Yeah, don't every even have, don't group. even have to be trapping. You go on a fishing group and post something, that ain't a seven pound bass. That's mm -hmm. a two pound bass. You need to get a scale. Fix your scale. I think that it's probably on the ice cream making group, you know. You, <laughs> oh, you're making the ice cream wrong. wrong you know, I mean you yeah. you know, you're putting too much ice in, you got the wrong kind of milk. I, I think that people are just natural complainers. But I think you know, like when you see people on social media and they say, oh, he's a nice guy in person, you know, but he acts like a jerk on social media. I actually think that he's probably not a good person. I think that when they're sitting behind their computer, you're seeing the real them. Yeah. They're wearing the mask yeah. when they're out and about, you know, and I think that's how it Putting is. Putting on a show. Yeah, because they ain't got the guts to do it. I mean, yeah. the people that say that nasty shit to you and what they're going to kill you, cut your head off and all that, they ain't never coming to your booth telling you that. Uh, I got that mangy coyote video, and I get so many comments that I should have took it to the vet, <laughs> and that I should have died, and the coyote should have lived. Mm -hmm. If you go, I just leave them up. Yeah. I used to delete all the comments, but now I'm like, I just leave them up for everybody else to read them. Yeah. That's what I do is all the anti comments. I I usually delete them. You know, but uh, you get a lot more comments on there than I do, so. I just, I don't even let them bother me anymore. They just, no. they're on there. They're not hurting anything, any of my stuff. So. It, with the more comments, it probably helps the channel too, don't it? Yeah, because then I get my fans interacting with them, you know, so yep. it does help the channel. So so, so YouTube's just seeing that inter the the motion on your channel. Yeah. They don't realize they, it's a, yeah. like World War Three on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good thing that the AI don't read the comment. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> But have you put a, a video on recently? Uh, you have to put on there that there's none of this list. There's a long oh, yeah, list yeah. of harassment, blood and gore, no swearing. cussing in the first three seconds, all yep. that stuff. And if you hit the wrong one, if you put no, they could ban, they could delete it, and then it can give you a strike, and then so many strikes and you're gone. Yep. So you, uh, yeah, it's tough. The, uh, yeah, everything I, I do is against their side <laughs> so i gotta be careful you know um any day I can yeah go. i i i uh yeah i haven't i just hit no because generally just mine aren't really yeah you know they're just more you know technical stuff you know not the 
my intros uh, frowned upon by YouTube, but everybody loves them. Yeah, and, and they like that. So yeah, no, the uh, <laughs> I I I think what you're doing is great. You know, and uh, no, I mean the thing is, is uh, if somebody's out there promoting trapping, I'm definitely definitely for them. I've had a couple uh, people bitch to me about that Kendall Gray, and I'm like. He's just out there doing his own thing. I never yeah. seen him do anything, you yeah. know. And you know, I mean, it's like his video. Uh, when I first became aware of him, I looked back and he sent me a message about something one time before he channel blew up. And I mean, we had that red fox in the trap, and he was going to try and take it out the live trap. And he, this fox got away, and he had this old catch pole, and he kicked the trap. I mean, you know, that was the yeah. very first time I was exposed yeah. to him, and they. Uh, Gives us a chuckle. Oh yeah. But then you got people that didn't like him kicking the trap or something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I seen all the my, negatives. My favorite one was he skinned a possum. He might have nicked it or something, but he turned it into a frisbee. But the words that he said when he when he turned it into a frisbee, but he got so much hate because he threw the possum. But we can go out here and have a possum toss. Yeah. But it's all on how how it is. I guess I don't even know. No, they, uh, well, you're reaching a lot of people, so I think that that's awesome. They, uh, I have one thing I wish. I wish coon prices would go up a little bit for the kids. Yeah. Because we're, we're getting kids in the sport. They're spending 120 bucks for their dozen traps, and then they're, they're messaging me and going, I only got a dollar for my raccoon. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just hard for that for me to. Those are the messages I don't like getting. I, um, I've heard that. Uh, you know, from multiple people, that coon prices are going to be going up this year. I've been hearing that too. Yeah, you know, I've heard be uh, really good for our sport. If I've we heard can get. one guy out of Michigan, which I'm not going to message his name, say his name, yeah. but uh, you know, if I said it, a lot of North Michigan people would know him, and yeah. uh, he said uh, he, he wouldn't be surprised if coon averaged twenty bucks. You know, and, wow. Uh, I would just like to see him get back up to ten bucks. But like, in, uh, the kids would be able to get their money back out of their traps yeah. and and feel like they're accomplishing something. In like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, rat prices started to climb, and they climbed up to like eight bucks, and they stayed that right at eight bucks, and then that's when everything else started climbing a little bit, yeah. you know, coming back, and then like two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, that's when them big prices were. And that's kind of what's happening now. The rap you're seeing the rat prices climbed up to like six bucks, you know. And uh, you know, and like me and Sarah, our coon, we averaged eight dollars put up this year, you know, which is I, I haven't heard of anybody averaging more than that. Yeah. Um, but but that's just saying that you know that market is coming up. And um, I could use some competition out there on the line, but I don't know if I want to look off every bridge and see dog proofs. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. They, uh, but the thing is, is it'll take a year, you know, like, let's say that that's the part that nobody understands is let's say that coon prices start coming up and we find out in you know, December that price, the prices, because, I mean, you're not going to know right off the bat generally. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, them fur buyers, why would they pay $20 right in the beginning? I mean, that would be stupid business. They could buy some at a cheaper price yep. and then start upping the price, you know, if they had to in competition. But... Um, you know, it's too late. If you get to December, the, yeah. the coon, for the most of the country, the, you know, especially if you get snow and shit, I mean, the, the, the coon season's over. And then we're going to be piss-stained ones anyways. I have a, 
a freezer that's completely packed with rat canes. Well, you might you might be in them. I always uh, save my last. I got three freezers of, of fur, but I always go the first week of trapping season and, and do pretty good. Yeah, they. Uh, I sold, I had a bunch of rats, and I sold all of them. We averaged a little less than six bucks on them, I think. And then the beaver we sold, we caught this spring. We did got nine and three out of those. Not, what, there was only, the first one we sold, there was only three 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 dollar ones. And um, so I'm figuring the whole thing, we probably averaged about seven bucks on skin beaver. I, I noticed that you went to a local person, which is the same person I go to, but only in a different state. The person I go to actually has a shop that you go to and you can hang out and you got that feel of mm. you can sit there while other people bring their fur in and yeah. talk and mingle. Yeah. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. I'll no, go every weekend. It's not like the parking lot experience. No, but I do have one buyer that I go into the parking lot, but you still talk to everybody in the line, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I just that's just that's just an experience that you need to experience. Yeah. No. Nothing against sending out, but I really like going to my thing, and I say it as a joke, because I've sent to Canada my whole life, yeah. but I always <laughs> said it as a joke. If I'm going to get screwed by a fur buyer, I want to look in his eye while he's yeah. doing <laughs> I don't want to send well, him to Canada. I honestly do really good on whole coyotes to where I don't have any reason to send them. Yeah. I mean, I, I watch on Facebook what people are getting from my area when they send them over, and I'm just thinking, I'm, I got my money that day. Yeah. To we pay had for my gas. We had two coyotes. I, I was going to throw them in the ditch, but we were checking traps. Me and Sarah and Iowa, and I was going to throw them in the ditch, and because uh, we were checking traps on the way to meet Gronwald, and uh, I said, I said, let's just throw them up there. We'll see. If, I mean, if nothing else, we throw them back in the truck, yeah. and shit. I think we got four for one and six for the other one in the carcass. And I'm like, why are we even skinning these things? You know, because these were junk. I, yeah, I got 50 tops last year on carcass, and yeah. I was like, I'm pretty happy with that, because I remember when coyotes weren't worth a dollar. No. They were like possums back yeah. then. They, uh, but they, um, but hopefully, like you say, I mean, uh, the coon prices come back up, and, you know, it's like with the rats up, the, everybody will be out after the rats. My, uh, back to where I started, my uncle was, uh, trapper for the prices. Once they went down, he didn't trap anymore. Yeah. So I guess the high coon prices back then is what helped get me into trapping. Yeah. And I don't know. I like I said, I just uh, I just trapped to to help the wildlife too now. So I think we've lost uh, a lot of them. Them guys aren't never going to come back. You know, even if the price comes up, you'll get some. But I think we lost most of them. But most of the people now are just trapping because they like doing it. It gives yeah. them an outdoor thing to do with the kids. Um, because, it's, like, last year was record books. You know, I mean, every dealer had a, 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 the greatest year they've ever had. Um, and I think that COVID has sucked to go through on a lot of aspects, but I think it's helped the trapping yeah. and, the, you know, getting people into trapping because it's forced them back outdoors. And, you know, um, and the, the amount of supplies they bought didn't transfer into – fur sold because the fur buyers would have I mean you'd have had way more fur than what they bought yeah so I don't know if people are tanning it you got it in the freezers I'm seeing a lot of people that are keeping their fur now yeah. just to decorate their houses yeah. which is hard to you know <laughs> wouldn't have heard that 10 years ago no I when I was trapping I'm like I'm trying to get my gas money back you know yeah. so I'm just starting to keep stuff now but 
But uh, you you live in Missouri, right? And yep. But just, you, you I'm three miles I- from Iowa. You're originally from Iowa. I grew up in Glenwood, Iowa. So. And you still tra- go up to Iowa and trap a little bit? Yeah. Uh, my line starts in Missouri. I just I got a Ranger now, so I mm-hmm. just I just drive straight to Iowa on the Ranger. Mm-hmm. It, does their season starts earlier yeah, than yours? A little bit, like a week. Yeah. Yeah, when you're when you're sitting there biting your nails ready like, to go, I mean, a week's yeah. a long time to sit there. I'm like, I'm, I'm already going to Iowa anyways to work and stuff. So mm-hmm. It's not three miles is nothing. No, no, until you expect that far. Yeah, <laughs> but it's completely different rigs. Yeah, night and day. Oh my god, it's completely different. So now I got the. Who has the better regs, Missouri or Iowa? And. Uh, Iowa, you can't have flagging for bobcats, you know, exposed. So in Missouri, you can have flagging, and you have unlimited bobcats and unlimited mm-hmm. otter. Yeah. Iowa's three down where I'm at. Yeah. But you can use 220s on land. Missouri is 155s. Mm-hmm. And then cable restraints in Missouri, snares in Iowa. They, um, so I just use cable restraints on both sides so I don't have to worry about with it. With Iowa, it's the different areas <clears throat> you're in, whether you can use flagging. Is it? I, I think. I'm not sure. I the way just, I read it. The was, way I read it was, well, I'm not using flagging because yeah. I don't want to worry about it. The first time I read through it, uh, where I was at, I read the, the, the where you couldn't use any bird feathers and the, or for flagging. And then I read through it again, and it was... Uh, in sight of the... The one I read was in sight of uh, birds of prey. Yeah. So if I'm up under some canopy, yeah, I'm good. yeah, that's kind of what we were doing. But I kind of just stay away from it. So yeah, because I already got a bunch of messages from people saying I was breaking the law, <laughs> and I'm like, this is a Missouri line. <laughs> so I try to tell them in the video, I'm in Missouri here, I'm in Iowa. Which is sad that you have to do that. I have to do it though. I do that a lot. I they do really that. Do. Yeah, I I I try to do that a lot of times. I'll clarify i'm in michigan <laughs> trapping and i can have my strap set like this you know because you know that there's going to be 10 people that are going to have to tell you about yeah. uh, you know how terrible you are missouri we can have our 330s halfway out of the water mm-hmm. iowa completely submerged so yeah i get they call the dnr all the time <laughs> they do <laughs> well being an outlaw you yeah know. i'm an outlaw i'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry officer and that's the thing is is when you're in the public eye like that uh you know you have to be playing a lot a lot uh you know everything i do is on youtube i'm not you know yeah trapping wise because i mean uh you know i mean the law enforcement everybody you know i mean they if they could get you they're gonna get you they'll definitely go go on any of them videos so yep it's uh pretty interesting but i'm pretty good friends with the local dnr i mean after you tag bobcats every year you're kind of how do you tag yours every time you get one? Uh, down to Iowa, we called the DNR. Me and Sarah caught two down there, and then we called the DNR, and um, we just met him at a Casey's. Yeah, yeah. you got to actually call him in at a, by a certain time yeah, in Iowa. But in Missouri, yeah. I just call him at the end of the season and say, I got this many Bobcats, yeah. and then and tags them all at once. Well, Michigan, you got to have them tagged, you know, within a – got to put a kill – tag on them when you get them really? and then you got to take them there within a certain amount of t- close of the season and they ask you a thousand questions you got to give them the skull wow and, uh, skull yeah. too huh? but like in louisiana you just fill out a slip for an otter or uh for a beaver or an otter or a bobcat 
you send it in, and then they send you the tags, and you just send them really? yourself. First time I went down there and they did that, uh, we took pictures of it because I felt like an outlaw, you know, <laughs> tagging my own stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's cool. But you know, I mean, you get in the northern states like Michigan, Wisconsin, and stuff. I mean, they they act like these are, you know, big big game animals, yeah. and you know. Um, you know, I, I guess I don't understand what their theory is behind it. We've we've got so many cats. I mean, they could have you know, but usually we're you know, like in our state, the problem is is the dog hunters have a real strong you know presence there, and uh, they're not going to allow if they can help it the trappers to be able to kill more bobcats and you know stuff like that. Oh, you have dogs. The, the dog associations for that chase bobcats yeah well they're like the michigan bear hunters association and stuff like that you know i mean and you know i mean they're, they're doing their own thing and trying to protect it too but uh you know i'm i'm not a dog guy you know i used to run dogs years ago but yeah. i had a blood blood transfusion and got all the dog shit out of my veins so <laughs> <laughs> missouri is considered a hound state that's why they don't allow 220 yeah Horse well, in Michigan, we can use uh, on state land. We can use the biggest we can use is 155s, you know, for like baited sets and stuff. Or they got to be in a box. But on uh, private land, you can do it. You can use them any way you want in a bucket, you know, with you know, bread or whatever you want to use. That's the way Iowa is. But if you go to Missouri, you got to have a permit that you get 30 minute, 30 days before the season starts. Mm -hmm. You can't use any footholds except for DPS. Hmm. And cable restraints. Hmm. You won't believe how many cats are on public land. Hmm. You can just sit there in a tree stand deer hunting and watch them run all over the place. Huh. Huh. So it's it's that's definitely flawed. They uh, not being able to use footholds, you know. Huh. No, I uh, I trapped down like Iowa. That area was I never trapped Missouri, but um, you know Iowa. I trapped there last year and I loved it down there. Yep. They, uh, I love that flat ground and they got a lot of coyotes and yep, they do. They, uh, we were pulling traps. The one we were, the last day me and Sarah was doing, we were pulling traps and there was a coyote running. No, it was about a probably half quarter or half a mile away, running across the field and I, I could just imagine him saying "screw you" running <laughs> yeah. across there. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You guys did pretty good in Iowa. Oh yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, we ended up catching 25, I think it was, something like that, and then 24 in Michigan. 24 or 26, I can't remember. I never keep really keep track, Sarah keeps track of it. She writes it all down in the book and everything. Do you think you get hate for coming to Iowa and trapping all their critters? Nah, not too much. I did, uh, I, had, uh, I was gonna go to Arkansas mink trap and I had people tell me don't come here because you know, we don't want you and stuff. Yeah, that's and, uh, crazy. Alaska, I, I've had them say don't promote trapping in Alaska, you know, we don't want a bunch of people up here. Yeah. You know, not everybody, you know, select, you know, select few, but. <laughs> I've been invited to Alaska. I'm trying to get up there. You should go. It's a, it's definitely an awesome spot. Don't tell them I sent you, though. <laughs> no, it definitely, it definitely is awesome. I don't and, think uh, I'll come back. It was, it was rough for me. I had to come back, or I was going to turn into an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> all you got to do is trap and trap and, and get drunk. Daylight all day or yeah. it's dark all, all yeah. day. Yeah, they, they, I told them, I said, I think I need to quit this drinking up here. They said, well, you don't quit drinking in the wintertime in Alaska. What's wrong with You're you? You're freezing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they, uh, they have a beer up there called Smash Galaxy. It's a double IPA, and it will smash your freaking galaxy. <laughs> nice. 
Should we turn that off? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's funny. They, uh, no. But yeah, you should go up there because, I mean, just going up there to catch one lynx is worth worth the trip. Yeah, I watched your videos with the number threes and them big old foots. And then I'm like, yeah. They, uh, they're just so goofy looking too, kind of, when they're walking. Because people that haven't ever seen one in, in real life, they'll tell you, oh, they're just like a big bobcat, but they're not. Oh, I got one on my wall now, and it's something else. Yeah, because you, you traded somebody up yeah, there. Yeah, Ted's first shop sent me that. Mm -hmm. And he sent me a Martin. Yeah. He said he wants to see a wolf on the wall. Do you ever trap wolves? I tra I set traps for him up there, but I didn't catch none. Yeah. My my huge. buddy Matt my buddy Matt just uh, he catches quite a few up there and then by Delta area, you know, he caught a really nice one this year. Yeah. Jet black. Uh, she went that way. She did. Yep. R right over there. Yep. He's looking for Vicky Wright. <laughs> Good thing we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they uh. So, you got anything you're doing that you want to promote that you'll be uh, got coming up or? No, really, I'm just ready for trapping season and I'm gonna hit it hard. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to see some trapping, uh, I try to keep it real. That's that's my main goal. Everybody yeah. says I'm keeping it real, and that's. Yep, you definitely are. I'm not gonna be all flashy and roll up in a Hummer or anything like that. <laughs> so we can't look forward to that. No. <laughs> I may sport a possum thong <laughs> for just for Jeff. <laughs> that lady out of where's she out of Florida that sent that to uh, you? She's from Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. Judy Davis. Judy, Judy I Davis. Say her name. Yeah, Judy, Judy Davis. Davis. She'll send you one. No. Maybe no. even a bra too. No, no bra, <laughs> no bra, no no panties. <laughs> People are wondering what the hell they talking about. You have to go on and you you'll see. If you, go, if you go on his channel, you'll see at some point, I'm sure this possible thong will be out again. It was my profile picture on Facebook for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that. I'm trying to be different. Yeah. Well, where, where can everybody find you at? Find me on Trapper J on YouTube or uh, Trapper J Outdoors on Instagram. And I'm on Facebook also, but I don't know what my group name will be by then. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but, but, not, but not on TikTok. I am Trevor J. Outdoors on TikTok, but at the moment, I'm not banned, but I probably will be soon. And he might be uh, any of them other ones, too. <laughs> I could be. I could be. And, and if you go and watch my videos, you'll see that they're not they're not that bad. I don't put no blood and guts and, and feet missing or any of that stuff. It's just straight up trapping. So I don't know what the, It's just the way it is. It's a battle we're fighting. Yeah. 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 No, I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll close, but I think you're doing awesome things for trapping, and I know I really appreciate it, and, you know, the people that don't appreciate it, oh, well, you know, you, you ain't, I mean, you know you ain't going to please everybody. If you've seen how much stuff I give away to kids and stuff, yeah. I'm oh, not, it's not about the money. Yeah, a lot of people think it's just for money, but it's not. No. I give away a lot of stuff. Well, shit, you're about everything you gave me from conventions when we're straight off to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I I don't have any lure anymore, Jeff. I gave it all away. <laughs> but so. well, anyways, well, thanks for doing the interview and uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, check him out on Trapper J Outdoors. You, you you get on YouTube, you'll find him no problem. 
They, uh, yeah, we're, when we come over here, he was standing uh, talking with uh, Coon Creek. Coon Creek so, Outdoors is yeah. great to convention. Yeah, yeah. Flight flew on a, in on an he airplane. He says it's 13 hours from here. Hmm. So that's the only way he could have made it. Yeah. I'm 13 hours and I drove, so I know there's another way to make it. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not flying nowhere. No, no. I'll fly. Well, I'll fly it don't matter Alaska. who the pilot is. I'm not flying nowhere. Well, why. as big as you are, you better go first class. Can you get to Alaska without flying? Yeah. Okay, then I might be able to make it to yeah. yeah. I flew when I was a kid, but my biggest fear of all the fears I've ever had is being stuck in an airplane on the tarmac for like five hours. Hmm. Could you imagine? Trapped with it, it, 300 it, people? It'd be worse if uh, you were, you know, on an airplane and it actually crash like into well, a freaking mountain. Well, I mean, yeah, but you're dead, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but not at first. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> After the crash, it ain't a big deal. But yeah, but I just... Uh, the, the five minutes before, it's pretty... <laughs> I would uh, snap really quick on the tarmac, so... Yeah, but if you're in first class, I'll just keep giving you more uh, beer. Yeah, and... but do I look like I could fly first class? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look first class to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, all right, well, thanks for doing the interview, and uh, check him out on Trapper J Outdoors.